0: What is going on, you guys? And welcome back to the channel. If it is your first time here, my name is Brandon. As always, we do have our investing academy. It's that first link down below. But today I wanted to share with you a couple of moves that I've been making in the stock market. In fact, one of the stocks that we cover today, I have personally added to my portfolio as a long-term hold. And the other one is I'm so close to purchasing it. But as we'll talk about in a second, I have a slight hesitation, but we're gonna cover all that in today's video. If you guys enjoy, give this video a big thumbs up if you appreciate me keeping you guys up to date with my moves and what I'm looking at, but I say we dive right on into things because we got a lot to cover, but we're going to start off with the Canadian stock right now, Barrick Gold, ticker ABX.TO. You may come across the American ticker, which is G-O-L-D. For our sake, we're probably going to want to stick with ABX.TO. This stock is nearly down 40% over the past six months. It is trading significantly below its 200 day moving average, which we covered in one of our last videos. And the dividend today that we're looking at is 1.82%, which is not too bad for a gold miner. We're not really investing in these companies for income, but 1.82% is not too shabby overall. And I want to start by talking about the overall thought process behind this stock. And FYI, this is the stock that I have not yet bought, but I am so tempted to purchase. And you'll probably see why as we go through this. From a macroeconomic level, the money that is being printed in particular down south for all these stimulus packages and all these care packages that are going out, that has to go somewhere. Now, the studies do suggest right now that a very healthy chunk of this money a very healthy chunk although in theory it should be used to go out and spend in the economy and spur and kickstart activity reality is a lot of this money is going to end up invested in the stock market but not all of it and the simple uh, fact of it is that when there is more money in circulation when all this money is being printed and pushed out there A byproduct of this is typically inflation. And to speak on Michael Burry, who you will all be quite familiar with, he's of course the one that was correct in the stance of shorting the real estate market. He's been bold with his claims on Tesla shares, saying they could plunge more than 90%. He short Tesla. And one of the more recent claims, especially he's been very vocal about this on Twitter, he announced that the US currency is in danger and inflation could be a real issue. This is one of his exact tweets saying, people say I didn't warn them last time. I did, but no one listened. So I warned this time and still no one listens, but I will have proof that I warned. So a very, very bold statement there by Dr. Burry. And I find it very hard to argue with this guy. As bold and crazy as these statements are, he's got a nice track record of getting things done. And it is completely logical that inflation may be on the horizon This is where this transitions into my thoughts on gold and in particular Barrick Gold, which is a stock that I have owned in the past. And it's really my selection when it comes to the gold play. There are a lot of other miners out there. Barrick Gold is, of course, a company right here in Canada. They're actually headquartered in Toronto. But generally speaking, owning gold or having some gold exposure in your portfolio, that has always been known to be a great hedge against, against the potential for inflation. And gold is known to be a great store of value. If you think about it, there's really only a finite amount. There's a lot of gold out there, but there is in theory a finite amount out there. You think back to the olden days when we had the gold standard and even today, I know obviously you got talks of Bitcoin taking over this and that. I don't think that's the case. Gold will always have a, people will always place a value on gold. And especially given the current market, like this past couple of weeks have been, you know, extremely volatile. Also, when we see volatility in the market, the VIX is spiking up, it's very common that investors flee to an asset such as gold. There's a term called flight to safety or flight to quality that you'll come across. All of these kind of piece together from a macro, from an overall level as to why I like Barrett Gold as a pick. Now this is of course not a bar of gold, this is a company and they're a gold miner, which in my opinion does give you very similar exposure. They operate in 16 countries. They do also do copper, one of their uh, bigger big components of their business. But one of the things that I do like about this miner in particular, very recently they announced that they have zero net debt. This is an awesome achievement for a company. Actually I'll pop the screen up for you guys. This pink represents the company's net debt. Actually, as of the current quarter, they have zero net debt. You'll see a big factor in this is that cash flow has increased quite significantly. They actually took some of this extra cash flow and money and they actually proposed a special dividend of 0.42%, or they're in the process of proposing it. This would be on top of the normal dividend, which I believe is about nine cents per share. So, a nice way of returning capital to shareholders. Again, to look at the share price, this stock has been on a landslide. Now, I'm not saying that this is the bottom and there could not be more in store, but the sentiment towards this stock has clearly been quite negative. If you follow along with Warren Buffett or Berkshire Hathaway's, I guess more fair to say, they did own stake in in Barrick Gold and they completely sold out of it as of the most recent filing. You could also pinpoint some of the weaker performance in the last quarter, one of their biggest, or not one of their biggest, their biggest mine in Nevada It did have a bit of a weaker production on a quarter by quarter basis. But I think that just overall, this is a little bit overblown. And I'll actually share with you guys my experience with Barrick Gold because I did, if you've been following the channel, I did own Barrick Gold for a little while. I believe in 2020, it might've been 2019, but I think it was 2020, it performed extremely well. I sold out of my position, which ended up being phenomenal timing. That's um, looking back, it was really perfectly well played. And I bought at the time... When, inve- when the sentiment was so, so negative, gold was in a multi-decade low, this was dead, this was dead money, why would you invest in a gold miner? We're getting that same sentiment again now that the stock has dropped 40%. And I like to see that because to me, I'm kind of drawing a comparable there. I wouldn't be surprised if this stock had another kickback factoring in all the macroeconomic things we talked about. On a valuation level, this stock is trading at a very attractive PE of 14 I do think that this is just simply uh, a good chance to buy some Barrack Gold if you're looking for the gold exposure. And that's one thing that I'd like to kind of finish off this segment with is of course, when it comes to investing in a gold miner or the material sector in general, you do tend to get a lot of volatility and it's not for the faint of heart. For a lot of investors myself included i could go my entire investing career without investing in gold i'd be perfectly fine i've gone on record saying i'm not a huge fan but the fact that i'm considering it at these levels i hope that kind of tells you a lot and i'm going to be watching it over the next week i haven't pulled the trigger just yet but it could be a play that I think could pay off pretty, pretty well. If the price of gold does end up shooting up as well, that has a direct correlation to how well the company can pull in revenue. These companies actually FYI are very profitable companies, these gold miners. Again, it comes with the volatility, but gold I think could be a play for the long-term in the portfolio right now. So the stock today, our first stock, the Canadian one is Barrick Gold today trades for $25 under the ticker ABX. And again, you're getting a nice little dividend there, 1.82%. But let's move on to the second stock for this video. And this is one that I actually added to today, prior to filming this video. It's the company Lockheed Martin, ticker LMT. Today the dividend, very strong, up above 3%, 3 3.08. Morningstar actually has a stock undervalued by about 21%. I've actually come across some estimates saying that the stock is even more undervalued than that. This was actually one of my top picks. I did a 2021 top pick video of stocks that I plan to buy throughout the year. And it's a good example to you guys. Hopefully that that doesn't mean you gotta go out and buy the stock right at the beginning of 2021. You wait for the opportunities. You wait till it feels right for you. And you know, three months in we're in March now here. I did add some Lockheed Martin, uh, not close to what I'd love my full position to be. Maybe about a third, I'd say. Uh, a quarter to a third is what I have uh, currently in my in, in uh, the position. But I really, really like this one. I have a lot of conviction and uh, let's talk about why. I have already covered Lockheed Martin. I feel like quite recently in terms of a business overview and what they do. So I'm not going to bore you guys with that. But feel free to dig it up. I'll see if I can post a video here for you guys in terms of kind of getting to know the company better. But this is, of course, the defense company. Over in the States, down South, they make fighter jets, a huge, huge uh, partnership with the government. And what I wanted to do with this video was actually look a little bit more at the metrics and the comparables, because we can start by comparing it to Raytheon, which is another defense company, which I've been quite uh, you know, talkative about on the channel. You'll note that Raytheon has really picked up off their lows. It's up over 25%, 27% over the past six months, whereas Lockheed Martin has not participated in that. It's down 11%. And I would expect at some point, this company to essentially get connected back with uh, the sector and perform very similarly because at this point, the valuations are getting too cheap to ignore. Here highlighted in red, I have their price to earnings ratio. Let's say the company is trading at a multiple of 14 currently ballpark. This is actually as low as we've seen it over the past six to seven years, significantly below the company's average. This is a stock that pays a phenomenal dividend. Again, we're looking at a 3% dividend, which I've been waiting to buy the stock for a long time. I haven't seen it up over 3% in a little while. They pay $10.40 per share, doing so while only paying out 40% of their forward earnings. So this is a very, very healthy dividend in my opinion. They've raised this dividend for about 20 years straight. Now to recap some of the things I've talked about in previous videos, some of the reasons why I like this company as a long-term play and as a core hold in a portfolio portfolio The business model, in my opinion, is extremely, extremely reliable. And there is a slight you could uh, argue for in that their largest customer does happen to be the U.S. government or uh, the military. About 70% of their revenues are derived strictly from that one client. You could look at it. And depending on how you want to look at it or flip it, that's either a phenomenal thing because you have a very, very reliable client and customer who is always gonna be putting money towards government spending. Or you could look at it on the flip side and say, well, that's just far too much concentration. There's too much risk there in case you know budgets change. there's uh, You can make a lot of arguments for that. My counter argument to that is that because this company does these long-term deals, and when I talk about long-term deals, look at some of the fighter jet deals that this company has with the government. That really does mitigate some of that risk Uh, The government's not just going to go out and change providers. In fact, this company actually operates in oligopoly. There's not a whole bunch of selections when it comes to the defense space. That really does put me at ease when it comes to the fundamentals of this company. Also, one of the exciting areas, which I know a lot of you guys will care for, ARK Invest, which is obviously the fund run by Kathy Wood's They do, this is their technology and robotics ETF. They do own about a 2.77% stake in Lockheed Martin, because although this is a boring old defense company, they do have a a segment, which is growing very rapidly for them, or it's a very exciting new area in the space segment. And what does intrigue me with this whole Kathy Woods ARK invest type of deal is that although I think a lot of the stocks they invest in are are overhyped, and there's just so much excitement around them that, it actually ends up skewing valuations. It's very hard to invest in those companies unless you just wanna go along for the wild ride. There's no question that she does a great job at finding innovative companies, finding disruptive companies. So, for this fund, uh, for this stock to be included in this fund, that does show me a little bit of promise for this space area, which is in general a, a newer area. Overall, the fact that this stock has come down, this weakness is fully invited by me. I've wanted to own this stock for a long, long time. And my only hesitation was that I already do own Raytheon and I don't wanna go crazy in this sector, but I did again, add to my position. The the deal in my opinion was just too much uh, to pass up on. And this was a stock that didn't even really fall with the whole broader tech sell off. This was a stock that was just trading in cheap territory all before this. So overall Lockheed Martin today trading at uh, $337, you're pulling in a very reliable 3.08% dividend I think this is a phenomenal stock. And again, I'm just sharing with you a couple stocks that I personally added or may add, or I'm thinking about adding just to kind of keep you guys up to date. But that right there will end up today's video. If you guys did enjoy, if you learned something new, please take a moment to give us a thumbs up because that totally helps out the channel. Of course, Again, this is just for me, so always do your own research. Always do your own due diligence when it comes to your stocks and uh, what you're looking at for your research sources. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, take a moment to subscribe. Hit that bell for notifications because we're posting new videos every single week. And as always, we do have our investing academy. It's that first link down below if you're looking for courses and training right here in Canada. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next video.